Check, check. Do you hear yourself, Courtney? Are you on? Check, check. One, two. Yep, we are good to go. Hi, I'm Courtney Swan of the Real Foodology podcast, and this is Organic for Everyone. On average, Americans eat out nearly six times a week, which gets costly, and the majority of that food is not even organic. I pick one popular food item from a national food chain and try to recreate it for the same price using organic, real foods. This won't be easy. And we are going to run into obstacles, whether it be accessibility or affordability. But there's always a solution because organic is for everyone. Today on Organic for Everyone, Drake and I are going to attempt to make a McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese organic and hopefully cheaper, but at least comparable in price if you were going to go to McDonald's. But we're going to do everything organic and we're going to go to, where should we go today? We went to Vaughn's last time. Yeah, we could go to like a Whole Foods or a Ralph's. I think we should go, let's do Whole Foods. All right. Yeah. I'm all about that. Are we going to do, is this going to just be a quarter pounder with cheese or are we going to get like some fries and things with it? Oh, I think we have to have the fries. And when you just buy organic potatoes, it's very cheap. It'll be like $2. Yeah, a dollar, two bucks. And what do we fry it in? Well, we will not be frying. For those listening, if they have an air fryer, I highly recommend. Otherwise, we're just going to spray them down with avocado oil, and we're going to bake them really high and get them nice and crispy. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. Yum. Okay. So let's dive into the ingredients of this quarter pounder with cheese on the McDonald's website. All right. So before Courtney breaks down the ingredient list, I'm going to tell you a little bit about McDonald's and a quarter pounder with cheese. So McDonald's has about 38,000 restaurants worldwide, and they claim to serve 69 million people every single day. According to its operations and training manual, McDonald's sells, quote, more than 75 hamburgers per second of every minute of every hour of every day of the year. Okay, so I'll let you do the math. So what's in a quarter pounder with cheese? Well, it's a quarter pound patty of 100% beef, with two slices of cheese, onions, pickles, mustard, and a dollop of tomato ketchup in a sesame seed bun. According to their website, it is irresistible. The Quarter Pounder with Cheese was invented by a man by the name of Al Bernardin. He was a franchise owner in Fremont, California, and he basically explained that he felt that McDonald's needed an item on their menu that had a higher ratio of meat to bun. So he made that in 1971, and then in 1973, McDonald's added it to the National American menu. And today, it's one of the most popular signature items. I have to scroll to read them. That's always a bad sign, which means there's a lot of ingredients in here. So the Quarter Pounder Beef Patty is 100% pure USDA-inspected beef. I want to remind you guys, that doesn't mean anything. When you're looking at meat, you want to see organic and grass-fed, pasture-raised. Pure USDA-inspected beef means that this this cow came from a factory farm, 1,000%. Americans alone consume 1 billion pounds of beef at McDonald's in a year. That is 5.5 million cows. Moving on. Quarter-pound bun, enriched flour, which is wheat flour, malted barley, niacin, reduced iron, thiamine, riboflavin, folic acid. So those are a bunch of synthetic vitamins. 
water, sugar, yeast, soybean oil, gross. Um, and then it has less than 2% of sesame seeds, salt, wheat gluten, dextrose, which is another form of sugar. May I remind you, we already have white sugar in here and now we have more sugar. Guar gum, vinegar, vegetable proteins, pea and potato and rice, sunflower and or canola oil, gross. Maltodextrin, another sweetener, natural flavors, and then one or more dough conditioners. So datum, ascorbic acid, mono and diglycerides, enzymes, and modified food starch. I'm not even done with the whole ingredient list. Jesus. <laughs> that was literally just the bread. That's just the bread? <laughs> Mind you, I'm still scrolling. <laughs> Good God. Um, next, we have pasteurized processed American cheese. Ingredients, milk, cream, water, sodium citrate, salt, cheese cultures, citric acid, enzymes, soy lecithin, and color added. Gross. So they're adding in coloring afterwards because they want to give it that like bright yellow color to give it the classic cheddar cheese look. Once again, you have to remember with dairy, when you look at the ingredient list, what they're not listing that's in that cheese is the horm- the growth hormones and the antibiotics that were given to that cow. What does pasteurized mean, Courtney? Pasteurization is one of those things that I believe really started out with good intention because what they do in pasteurization is that they treat whatever the product is. So let's say milk, for example. They pasteurize it by treating it with mild heat. And there's a specific temperature that they have to get it to in order to kill off pathogens and it helps extend shelf life. The problem with pasteurization, this is controversial, so I will probably have some people come at me about this, but the reason why pasteurization in milk is not great and why a lot of people are now going for raw milk is because pasteurization kills off all of the good bacteria and all the good enzymes in the milk that actually hold all the nutrients in the milk. And that's kind of what makes milk healthy for us. But it's tricky because now we're shipping milk all across the country and they're concerned about pathogens and bacteria and we don't want anyone to get sick. And because our milk is now traveling such long distances, you have to pasteurize it in order to make it safe for human consumption. But think about back in the day when we were just living on farms, getting our milk from the backyard, from the cows in the, you know, in the backyard, you were just getting the milk straight from the, from the teat. All right. So what other ingredients are there? So you covered the bun, you covered the beef, and you covered the cheese. What else is on a quarter pounder with cheese? Ooh, we got bun, meat, and cheese. These pickles are cucumber, water, distilled vinegar, salt. That's where I would stop. Calcium chloride, alum, potassium sorbate, which is a preservative. Yuck. Natural flavors. Why are we flavoring our pickles? Anyways, polysorbate 80. Ew, what is that? And then extractives of turmeric. (laughs) What is polysorbate 80? Okay, so polysorbate 80 is an emulsifier, which means that it helps blend foods that don't normally blend together well, like water and oil, for example. And, you know, I know we're getting into the little gritty details here, but these all matter, especially when we're talking about food versus real food. Um, Like the example I brought up earlier, you don't need all these ingredients and pickles. And you know what? Okay, while we're on the subject, it's fine if you're, like, exposing yourself from time to time. You know, no one's perfect. We're all going to eat junk food at some point. 
The thing that I'm concerned about are the people that are eating this on a daily basis and getting this consistently in their diet. And even if you're not like consistently just eating McDonald's every day, it's so rampant in our food right now, in processed foods, in fast foods, that we're getting such high doses of this from every angle. And that's what I'm worried about. And that's why I'm making a big deal about it because none of this stuff should be in our food in the first place. Wow. I found an article on The Good Human about mm-hmm. um, about polysorbate number 80. And they're telling us that it's... So yes, it's an emulsifier and a defomer, which is disgusting. Gross. Defomer. Uh, and so you can find it in food shortening, chewing gum, ice cream, gelatin, vitamins, soap, shampoo, cosmetics, skin creams, medicines, and vaccines. And it's slightly flammable. Slightly hazardous in case of skin contact. Uh, may cause adverse reproductive effects based on animal test data. May cause cancer based on animal test data. So the the only thing that is nice is the onions. It's just onions. Yep. And then the ketchup, of course, has oh my God, tomato concentrate from red ripe tomatoes, distilled vinegar, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, water, salt, and natural flavors. I can't believe that we're still using corn syrup in anything. It's so hard on the liver. Let's figure out how much these cost. So what are we going to cook for? Are we thinking like maybe four four burgers? Should we try to make four burgers? Yeah. I mean, are we are we thinking like for a family of four? Yeah. Okay. Let's do a fam- let's do for a family of four. All right. I'm gonna download the app, Courtney. I really don't want to do this, but I'm gonna download the app and sign up for the McDonald's app to get the, the real price. Okay, fine. So that took about ten minutes to sign up for the McDonald's app. Not a fan. All right. So Courtney, we are gonna feed a family of four right now at yes. McDonald's and we are gonna give everyone's gonna get a quarter pounder with cheese. All right. Okay. So that is one of those, we're going to do four of those. That is $5.69 each. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's not even that cheap. <sighs> that is not cheap at all. I remember like in college when we like that's strictly all we would eat is fast food because uh-huh. at the time I feel like it was cheap. You could go and get like a dollar hamburger or something and then you'd be fine. I mean, yes, it's garbage. Yeah. But you could you could legitimately get a meal for like... 250 or something, you know, yeah. with tax and everything. And you add on French fries and whatever. No, I remember that McDonald's, I think it was McDonald's, used to have dollar burgers. That's another thing that I think that a lot of people don't realize. Fast food's not as cheap as it used to be. We right. have this mentality and we think that it's really cheap because, like you said, I remember in college, you could go get a burger for a dollar. People are going to McDonald's and getting burgers for $6 almost now. So the economist has something called the Big Mac Index. And uh, it's basically how various foreign currencies are valued against the U.S. dollar. So essentially, they've been tracking the price of the Big Mac. And so in 1960, it was 45 cents. 1970, 65 cents. 1980, $1.60. 1990, $2.45. In the 2000s, it was $2.39. Then, in the 2010s, it is all the way up to $4.19. And now, today in 2020, it's about $4.95.
Okay, so we've got our four burgers. All right, now let's get some French fries. We gotta have French fries. We gotta get the fries. McDonald's Should we do medium? Sure. Okay. I mean, what do you think people normally get? And if you get a standard meal, it comes with medium. Great. Okay, so we have let's four medium French fries, and then let's just do four drinks. Perfect. Okay, so the grand total is wow for four people. Four quarter pounders, four medium fries, and four Cokes. $37.52. Oh, my God. We are going to blow this out of the water today. Dude, that's going to be so easy. We're going to make four burgers for like 25 bucks. Is that what you're, is that what you're estimating? That's what I'm assuming, yeah. Okay. I, I think that's... And I'm going to try to make it cheaper because I love a challenge. Oh, I'm ready. So $37, and that's with tax and everything. When it comes to New Year's resolutions, there's two types of people. There are the people that set them and the people that don't. I personally fall into the category of not setting New Year's resolutions. It's not that I don't believe in them. I just, the way that I operate, if there's something in my life that I want to change or that I want to strive for, I want to do it right then and there. I don't want to wait until New Year's in order to feel like that's when I have the permission to do it. But I know a lot of people don't operate that way. And I want to honor everyone that is setting New Year's resolutions right now. I would hope that a lot of people have health goals in mind when it comes to New Year's resolutions. I feel like that's a pretty common resolution. And I have a solution for that, Paragon Vitamins. Hopefully by now you've been listening to this podcast long enough to know who they are. But if you're not, Paragon Vitamins are the vitamins that I take. And the reason why I was so happy and excited to bring them on as a sponsor because not only do I use them every day, but I really, really believe in their vitamins. They're bio-individual, which means these vitamins are tailored specifically to your body's needs. You send in a little piece of your hair and they send that into a lab and then they send you back the lab results. And from there, they tell you exactly what vitamins and nutrients that you need based on what's going on in your body. I talk a lot about bio-individual nutrition on this podcast because I really believe that it is the way of the future when it comes to treating our health. Um, we have to remember that bio-individuality means I'm not like you, you're not like me, we have different DNA, we have different genes, and what's going to work for me is not going to work for you. My needs are going to be different than yours, so I wouldn't be able to just hand you over my vitamins because you have different needs. You have different things going on in your body. You probably have different deficiencies than I do, maybe a different metabolic makeup, whatever it is. We are all so different that we need to start treating our bodies and our nutrition and our health that way, which is why I'm such a fan of Paragon Vitamins. They have given me a code for my listeners and you get 15% off their assessment test when you go to paragonvitamins.com and use code REALFOOD15. And with that, let's get back to the show. Before Courtney goes into the nutrition facts, I wanted to throw this into Postmates and Uber Eats because a lot of people, especially right now, are ordering takeout through these apps. And this is insane. If you were to do this exact same meal on Uber Eats, it would be $52.21. And that's not even with a tip. That's a 99-cent delivery fee. So it would be $41.76 for the meal, 99-cent delivery fee, four fifty for the service fee, 99 cents for a California driver benefits plus four dollars in taxes. And then if you want to tip the person like maybe five bucks, you're almost at sixty dollars. 
And now back to Courtney's nutrition facts. Wow. Okay. So one burger is 520 calories, which when you think about a burger, that doesn't worry me too much. I'm more worried about the ingredients than I am the calories, but it, it is always good to be mindful. 520 calories, 12 grams of saturated fat, which I'm not super worried about. It has 1.5 grams of trans fats, but we went over this last time with Taco Bell. I believe that that probably is coming from naturally occurring in the meat. Um, trans fats, I only worry about them when they're in the form of man-made fats, which are hydrogenated oils. Two grams of dietary fiber. Wow, there's 10 grams of sugar in this burger. There shouldn't be sugar in your hamburger. Oh, my God. There's 42 grams of carbohydrates in this. Whoa. <laughs> and that's not even with fries or the, or the Coke. Well, exactly. And I was going to say that, too, with the 520 calories for the burger, then you add the fries on top, and that's like that's going to put you well over probably into 1,000 calories for one meal. That's a lot. And I'm not a calorie counter, but I'm mindful of calories. Sodium is 50% of your daily value, meaning you're already getting 50% of the recommended amount of sodium in one meal. 1,140 milligrams, 30 grams of protein. That's a lot. I mean, but protein's good, right? It is. Um, you always want to be careful to not have too much protein because it puts a strain on the kidneys. And, but yeah, I mean, 30 grams of protein is probably about standard for a hamburger. Okay, now if you're going to get some French fries, I'm going to read about what the French fries are, okay? 320 calories. And um, inside the French fries, you have potatoes, vegetable oil, which is a combination, or it doesn't really say what it is. It just says canola oil, corn oil, soybean oil, hydrogenated soybean oil, <gasps> natural what? beef flavor, wheat and milk derivatives. And so that's just the oil that they fry it in. Um, and then it's dextrose, sodium, acid, pyrophosphate. What is To that? maintain the color, it says. Salt. Um, and then it says the natural beef flavor contains hydrolyzed wheat and hydrolyzed milk as starting ingredients. Huh? Wow, this ingredient list is incredibly concerning. So we talked about this on the Taco Bell episode. I can't believe their french fries have hydrogenated soybean oil in it. Hydrogenated oils are technically banned now. So it must just be a small percentage, right? Yeah, but still, they're not supposed to be allowed to put any hydrogenated oils at all. And if you didn't hear last week's episode, hydrogenated oils are trans fats, but they're man-made trans fats. And they make them by heating up whatever. So, for example, the soybean oil, they heat it up to such high temperatures that it changes the molecular structure of the oil, turning it into a trans fat, and it wreaks havoc on our arteries. I always, when I explain this to people, I always say it's like, think about you're just drinking plastic, essentially. Gross. And then alternatively, the French fries that we're going to make today, three ingredients. Are you ready for them? Mm -hmm. An organic potato, avocado oil, and salt. And that's Done. it. It's literally all you need. For, for medium fries, it's 320 calories, 15 grams of fat, 43 grams of carbs, 5 grams of protein. But you're going to probably dip it. I mean, I will say when uh -huh. I go to McDonald's, I dip it in their ranch dressing. Oh, yum. <laughs> I love ranch. I know I love ranch too. But those little like cup things, those little ramekins, uh -huh. like 
the whole label, it says like ranch at the top, then the whole label is just ingredients. I know. They, I feel like it almost runs off the label because they can't even fit it all. McDonald's ranch fuses the flavors of onion and garlic to create a perfectly creamy dipping sauce. Mm-hmm. Try our ranch dip with your favorite McDonald's menu items like chicken McNuggets or world famous fries. There are 110 calories in McDonald's ranch and 110 ingredients. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Soybean oil, water, cultured low-fat buttermilk, distilled vinegar, sugar, egg yolk, contains 2% or less of sea salt, garlic, whey protein, lactic acid, xanthan gum, modified guar gum, black pepper, potassium sorbate, onion powder, natural flavor, autolyzed yeast extract, salt, parsley, calcium, disodium, EDTA. And I'm looking up autolyzed yeast extract right now, which is often used as a less expensive substitute for MSG because it naturally contains free glutamic acid or monosodium glutamate. Natural flavors are really concerning because when they appear on food packaging, people tend to form like a positive opinion around um, the word natural and they think that it's healthy. They equate natural with healthy. But the FDA actually hasn't officially defined the term natural. And the thing with natural flavors is that it's just really a blanket term. There's a whole different list of ingredients that companies can use from under that list, and then they just have to put natural flavoring on there. Um, If you're really truly seeking health, you want to live in a healthy state, you want to feel better in your body, ditch the inflammatory vegetable oils. And that is soybean oil, canola oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil. The problem that I have with all these oils, more specifically, the ones that I'm I'm most concerned about from a, a nutrition and health standpoint are canola and soybean oil. They're both incredibly processed, highly processed. Canola oil is super high in omega-6s, and that's a huge problem in the United States with what we call the SAD diet or the SAD American diet because we have so much omega-6s in our diet, and the way that it works in our body is that we should have a ratio of omega-6s to omega-3s, and you want your omega-3s to be higher than your omega-6s because when it's reversed, so when your omega-6s are higher in your body, that's what leads to inflammation. And then that's why we're seeing such extreme cases of chronic inflammation in people because we're we're eating these highly processed diets with way too many omega-6s and we're throwing the balance off. Not to mention, if they are not labeled as organic, you can 1,000% assume that they are genetically modified. We haven't been eating them long enough to really know the long-term effects of consuming this genetic material. Not to mention GMOs means that we're using more pesticides. Another concerning thing about canola oil is that they have to use a chemical solvent in order to extract it. And so they're using hexane. Hexane is a significant constituent of gasoline. Okay. Ew. Yeah. Um, Also, I read, so a couple years ago, oh God, not a couple, like five years ago now, I did a YouTube video all about canola oil and I really like dug into the processing of it. If you want to see that video of Courtney from 2016, check out the show notes. I put that video in there. All right. So should we go shopping? Yeah. So we're going to Whole Foods. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go to Whole Foods and we are going to buy all the ingredients to make the double quarter pounder no no just the quarter pounder with cheese. oh god to make the quarter pounder with cheese all organic and i feel like it's going to be super easy to keep under that price point whole foods market is an american multinational supermarket chain headquartered in austin texas 
They sell products free from hydrogenated fats and artificial colors, flavors, and preservatives. The chain is very popular for their organic selections. Year-round Whole Foods Market's private label 365 Everyday Value has grocery and pantry staples, which is most likely what we're going to be getting when we go to the store today. They have 470 stores in the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom. And in August 2017, Whole Foods was acquired by Amazon.com, which means you can order a lot of this stuff on Amazon.com. Prime members in more than 2,000 cities and towns can receive unlimited free two-hour delivery on more than 170,000 items from Amazon Fresh and Whole Foods Market on orders of 35 bucks or more. So this was a very easy grocery shop. We were in and out of there in about 10 minutes. We're not going to play any of that for you because you know exactly what happens in a grocery store. But here's what we were looking for. Ketchup, mustard, some sodas, some meat, potatoes, onion, pickles, buns, and cheese. Straight ahead, McDonald's meal. You guys are going to be blown away by what we just did. So, Courtney, this was way easier than the last Taco Bell challenge. Would you agree? So much easier. The ingredients were easier to source, and it was significantly cheaper. We got an onion for $1.06, three potatoes for $1.80. This is all organic stuff, by the way. Dill pickles were $4.99. I would just say, if you're really on a budget, don't buy the pickles. You can easily make a burger without pickles. The cheese singles, organic, were $4.49. We got the Horizon brand, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. And then organic hamburger buns, $2.79. And the beef which was organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised, and grass-finished, $7.99 for one pound. So we got the Zevia cola sodas, which are stevia-sweetened. That was $4.80 for four of those. All of that stuff added up together is $27.92 for four people. And that is a $6.98 per meal. That's wow. how much that costs. That's really incredible. And it's all organic, guys. That's so cool. So our $37 price for the four McDonald's meals comes out to around $9.25 for each meal. So we won. We beat it by over $2. That's so incredible. I'm also really shocked because I always, you know, you think about fast food being super cheap. And the dollar menu, like I always envision someone going to McDonald's and spending like $3 on like a hamburger and fry situation. The fact that it's $9 is mind blowing. That's not cheap. When we were making this, we assumed that everybody had mustard and ketchup mm. in their pantry. Yeah. But we went ahead and just got some organic mustard for $1.79. Is a big a big thing of Whole Foods three six five brand and um, organic ketchup, which was two seventy nine, and we're gonna just go ahead and throw that in here just to show you, and that comes out to thirty two dollars and fifty cents. Divide that by four people, four meals, eight dollars and twelve cents. We had some people telling us that we needed to really give them a price per unit, and I broke it down like intensely. Here we go. I'm so excited. You're, this is going to blow your mind. So per cheese slice, 37 cents. Per bun, 35 cents. Pickle, wow. 22 cents. Onion, 
10 cents, potato, 45 cents, soda, $1.20, the meat, $1.99 per serving, okay. um, mustard, this is if you add the mustard and the ketchup, uh, 2 cents per serving, ketchup, 3 cents per serving. All right, this is insane. All of that together for a, an entire McDonald's meal that we have made all organic, $4.73. Woo! Wow, you will never find anything that cheap anywhere. Never. For an entire meal. Never. That's so cool. Okay, so what are we going to have left over, Courtney? We're going to have four hamburger buns, eight slices of cheese, half of an onion, and pickle slices. Like almost a whole jar of pickles. What we did for the french fries. I got a couple tips and tricks for you to get them nice and crispy, just the way we want french fries, in the oven so we don't even have to use a fryer. So get basic russet potatoes. I bought organic ones. We peeled them. We rinsed them off. We peeled them. And then I chopped them really thin. The thinner, the better, because they will crisp up easier. We can't do the steak fries here. I love the steak fries, but if you want crispy, steak fries is going to be a no-go. So we're going to thinly slice and then you want to put them in a bowl of water and let them soak for at least 20 to 30 minutes. So you're going to have to plan ahead a little bit. You can skip this step if you want, but it helps to break down the starch a little bit and it's going to help them make them crispier. Okay. So then once you drain that, then you want to make sure you pat dry all of the French fries. Make sure they're pretty dry because this is also the key to crisping them up. You don't want them to go in wet because then they'll steam up and they won't get as crispy. So, oh, and I should have said this before. While you're cutting, preheat the oven to 375. And then um, after you pat dry them, you throw them in a bowl, toss them with avocado oil generously. You want to get a lot of oil on these babies. And then you'll spread them out across your baking sheet. And then you want to salt them really well. And then you'll bake them for 20 minutes at 375. After that 20-minute mark goes off, move your oven up to 425 and then bake them for at least another 28 minutes. You want to watch them, though, because after that point, it's going to kind of depend on, like, the altitude you're baking in and your oven. So the patties, we have one one full pound of, of meat, so 16 ounces. I measured each of them out. I let the, the patties get to room temperature because that is the key, in my opinion. It's, there's a huge debate about it. But anyway, so I, I weighed each one out to four ounces each. I put them on parchment. You can use wax paper as well. And I rolled them into balls. And then I took a dinner plate and I smashed them. And the key is to have them very thin. Um, you want to season both sides with salt or salt and pepper, whatever you prefer. Or if you want to get crazy, you can use like onion powder or garlic powder too to make them a little different um, or steak seasoning. And you're going to cook them for three to four minutes per side. Courtney has prepared all of the buns. She toasted all the buns. Um, face down. <laughs> face down, bun up. That's, That's why the way we, we like them. to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so by this point, we were so hungry, but I'm going to let you know exactly how to prepare the burger, the McDonald's style. So you're going to take both of the toasted buns. You're going to spread ketchup and then mustard on the top bun. Then you're going to add the onion and the pickle. They do pickle slices and they do little slivers of onion. Uh, then you're going to place one slice of cheese on the bottom bun, then the beef patty, then the other slice of cheese. Top off the sandwich with the top bun. And there's your burger. 
All right, Courtney, we have everything done and ready to go. It's the moment of truth, right? Let's eat it. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Oh my God. That crunch. Mmm. Oh my God. <laughs> mm. I mean, mmm. <clears throat> Let's try the fries. Mm hmm. Mmm. 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 <laughs> this is dirty. <laughs> Not only do these taste better than a McDonald's burger, they're cheaper. And they're healthier. <gasps> yeah. This is like some ASMR. For real. This is so tasty. Mmm. Yum. Stevia sweeted. Stevia sweetened cola. I've never, I didn't even know this existed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. So what are we going to do next organic for everyone? Let's do chicken nuggets. Who has the best chicken nuggets? Wendy's? Let's do Wendy's chicken nuggets. Can you do a frosty too? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks so much for listening to Organic for Everyone, part of the Real Foodology podcast. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you can get reminders when new episodes come out. Also, if you have a little extra time, please give the show a rating and review. It helps us out so, so much. Please send us your stories to realfoodologypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear how it went. See you guys next week.